It's 11 p.m. It's 10.50. It's 10.50. Um, Hi, everybody. <laughs> howdy. Uh, not a lot to talk about this week. Mm-hmm. I have some funny stories to talk about this week. Oh, yay. But not a lot in terms of entertainment news. Uh, also, hi, everybody. Welcome to episode... 14. One four. One four. There we the go. The big one. The big one. Fourteen. Yeah. Um. And now I'm shit face this episode. No, you're not. Uh. <laughs> uh, fuck off. <laughs> we all make mistakes. This time I got beautiful. Drunk. This time I got drunk and let it wear off. <laughs> it was a beautiful worked like a mistake. fucking treat. I I chugged two beers, took two swigs of bourbon, listened to Frank Ocean. Oh, that'll sober you up. It not sobered me up. Vibe. Yeah. Just. I texted one of my friends. I was like, I'm drunk as shit listening to Frank Ocean laying on the floor of my living room. And he went, you good? And I went, I'm fucking amazing. <laughs> like, it wasn't sad. Great. Like, I even, I Snapchatted uh, my girlfriend about it. I'm like, I'm just, she was like, how's your night? I'm like, I'm just chilling listening to Frank Ocean. She goes, are you okay? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And she goes, well, no, because Frank Ocean's usually sad music. And to be fair. To be fair. It usually is. Like, I once had friends walk into my room and I was laying in the dark listening to frank ocean <laughs> just in the dark just laid out and dhl out. is playing i was like wow wow oh, DHL. and then they went are you good and i looked up at them and i went does it look like i'm good and they went no and it looks like i'm crucified and they went no and i went shut shut the fucking door <laughs> so it's not unfair for her to be like are you good uh but i was just vibing and then that wore off played some madden now i'm here we're killing it Dude, that was me this morning, just like this, on the floor of the gym, because I went to the gym and decided to do burpees, and I got fucking murdered. I was fine for five seconds. I did the burpees, went, hell yeah, I did it. Core feels great. I'm going to take a knee. And I took a knee and ended up splayed out against the ground, sweating more than I've ever sweat in my life. Yeah, burpees will do that. I almost threw up. It was horrible. And then I went to work, and that work didn't seem as bad after that. Yeah, you know? no, working out before work's not bad. Yeah, I mean, if you hit rock bottom early in the day, everything <laughs> else looks great. Uh, but yeah. so before I get into stories, entertainment news, very quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam McKay. Yeah. Guy who wrote The Big Short. Yeah. Directed it. Uh, also wrote, I think, Anchorman and Anchorman 2. And He's also in Parks and Rec. And yeah. Everything. Uh he is directing a series for HBO. He's already making Succession, which is one of the best shows on TV right now. Um, is making a show about the Lakers in the 80s. What? Yeah. Well, so do you know anything about the Lakers in the 80s? No, I was about to ask. Demolished. That's when Magic Johnson was like playing for the Lakers. <laughs> oh. Uh, they won a ton of finals. Uh, hold on. Let me pull up how many they won. Because in the eighties they dominated. Uh, it was the rivalry between like Lakers and Celtics was really big during the eighties. It's when Larry Bird also was playing, and Larry Bird and Magic Johnson were what? two of the best players during the eighties. Yeah, didn't they have this massive feud too? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Was that just for camera? Or was that real? I'm pretty confident during the time period it was legit. Yeah. But as time went on, I think they probably just let that shit go. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me let me pull it up. Okay, so I've got it. Conference titles during the eighties. Okay, so championships. I'll just go off championships during the eighties. 
1980, 82, 85, 87, and 88. Nice. So they got five. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. It's... That's like the Patriots, like, in the last, like, 15 years that they had. Yeah. They just killed it. That and was, it like, was, the Lakers. Yeah. It was called the, uh, <laughs> it was called the Showtime era mm. uh, because they just killed it all the time. Uh, so Adam McKay is developing a series about the Showtime era Lakers. Cool. Which sounds really cool. Bo Burnham was cast. In it? Yeah. Woo! As Larry Bird. As Larry... Yes! Holy shit! That's amazing, actually. Yeah, it was he's one so of those... so tall. It was one of those... He's really... Co- he's he's so really tall. tall. Uh, he's tall. He also... It's one of those castings... It's sort of like Pedro Pascal as Joel for Last of Us, where it's like, really? And then the more I look at it, I'm like, no, okay, because yeah. I can't think of another person. Like, Bo Burnham as young Larry Bird... Works. Put some prosthetics on it. A fucking wig. Kill it. Larry Bird. Got I mean, it. dude, as, if you play a part with enough confidence, you're going to kill it. Look at Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll's a short little man. He did a bit about Larry Bird. I fully believed he was Larry Bird. <laughs> it was hilarious. It's just him, blank face, being like, Larry Bird's going to make this shot. And he just goes like this and makes it every single time. Yeah. It's so funny. And it was so, it's pretty cool uh, if you haven't seen it. The documentary series the last dance about oh, michael jordan yeah so it talks about for a bit because he played against larry bird and magic jordan or yeah. magic johnson sorry magic jordan uh yeah no yeah. uh he played against magic johnson and larry bird because he started off in the 80s and it talks about how larry bird and magic johnson during the 80s were two of the best players ever but they were good in the paint Mm-hmm. And very reliable within the paint. And then the reason Michael Jordan was so notable and game-changing was because he could sh- he could shoot threes. He could kill it in the paint. He could drain a dunk. Like, he could crush it. Yeah. And it shows that during the documentary of, like, these interviews with Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. And they're like, yeah, we were watching the new era up here. But I am excited to see a series focusing on just the era right before it and how it was just intense and awesome. That sounds really cool. And it sounds like they have like a good setup because Adam McKay, not just a really funny dude, he's a really great writer. Yeah, so when he knocks it out of the park, he he kills it. He kills it. And plus, we were just saying a few podcasts ago, I want to see Bo Burnham in more shit. Hell yes. Yeah. Hell like, yes. I'm so, so excited. So he's a tall, at, lanky motherfucker too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> looking at what he's made, when he kills it, he does kill it. Like, wrote, what are you ready in? Well, he's directed a handful of shit. Yeah. But so he's directed Anchorman, Talladega mm-hmm. Nights, Step Brothers. That's right. Uh, the other guys, Anchorman 2. And then he turned into like the big short. And I will definitely say that that's when he took a turn to finding his own like style. Yeah, that went from like Comedy Central to like the big short. And yeah, like, Whoa. And, and also just a quicker pace of editing and a better storytelling ability. Dude, I love Big Short is actually one of my favorite movies. I love it. I love it. And then short. he made Succession, which I think is fucking immaculate. I haven't even seen Succession. It's awesome. Oh wait, is that the one with um um oh my god, Home Alone kid's brother? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Kieran Culkin. There it is. Whatever his name is. Kieran McCulkin. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That that okay. guy. I've heard amazing things about that show. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh and it's a great show. And so Sweet. I'm excited to see now that he's sort of, I I think he's definitely found a footing in a new style of directing that he's found. Mm. I'm excited to see him create a biopic within that hmm. about a really, really intense period in a team's franchise history. 
and it sounds dope, and I'm excited for it. Nice. And speaking of basketball, shout out to the Beavers, who almost made a comeback the other night. Dude, dude, Oregon State. Dude. Oregon State diehard. Oregon State, fucking amazing. Right here. They Uh, weren't, they were, they were, what was it, 12th ranked? uh 12th ranked team made it to the for people that don't know what we're talking about march madness is going on mm-hmm. uh we haven't been watching it and then i got paramount plus and realized we have live tv now and i was like fuck yeah march madness and it was fun because i'm not a big <laughs> i'm not a big sports guy never really have been but fun tournaments are fun and march madness is insanity uh, it's always a good time and so they're playing against the uh the Cougars. Oregon State were playing against Houston. Houston, yeah. Uh the Houston Q- the Houston Cougars played the Oregon State Beavers. Mm-hmm. Now, Houston Cougars ranked second. Oregon State Beavers ranked twelfth. They were not supposed to make they're it. They're not supposed to be there. Anywhere. Period. Yeah. Uh the last time I wanted them to win because the last time a team ranked twelfth made it to the final four hasn't happened mm-hmm. and the last time a 12 seeded a 12th ranked team made it to the elite eight was 2002 so immediately i was like you know what fuck it i'll root for the underdog they were getting their asses clapped so hard whole first half of the game then they started coming back i'm gonna read you my tweets towards the end of the game i uh, was rooting for them so hard uh my tweets during the end of the game fucking i don't i I think i'm hilarious (laughs) uh but they were so funny so they're killing it they're coming back Mm -hmm. and it's starting to make it around on the internet like holy shit if they win this is insanity so i tweeted yeah bro i've been an oregon state beavers fan my entire life dude (laughs) the gun to my head i couldn't name two players couldn't Uh, even name one thompson nope don't remember him couldn't tell you his number he's number five great you're you're a bigger fan than i am he was cool he was doing really Uh, well but so, game's going on. Yeah, bro, I've been an Oregon State Beavers for my entire life. It becomes clear that they didn't necessarily blow it, but they're not going to win. They they came back really They came well, close. Uh, I quoted my own tweet saying, yeah, bro, been an Oregon State Beavers fan my entire life. And said, I am no longer a fan. They <laughs> fucking blew it. Fuck that <laughs> franchise. I don't want to be a fan of this team. They can't handle the pressure. That these teams need to handle. These kids don't deserve to play. Fuck them. <laughs> My first tweet got like two likes and one retweet. The second tweet got like 46 likes. And I was like, oh no. I was like, I hope none of them see it. They all did really well. Um, I I just love the, to actually like think about the game. They got their asses kicked in the first half. Almost tripled their original score in the second half. Came back so No, they tripled hard. it. They almost quadrupled it. Yeah, they did so well. And then at the very end, they went for this really stupid maneuver where it was basically a Hail Mary where they kept trying to foul. Yeah. And they were just letting the team get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Because it should have been like once or twice, and then they should have just like gone really hard and tried to get one last bucket in. But they didn't. And it just fell apart. They collapsed under the pressure. But they did really well for a minute there. If they could yeah. recapture that... In the future, they're golden. They're going to be like eighth, ninth. I'm eighth, excited for the ranked. final four because so UCLA beat Michigan, which I wish I watched. Yeah, Michigan State is great. Michigan State was ranked number one. Yeah. UCLA was ranked number 11. Oh, so shit. UCLA. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, so UCLA, UCLA made it to the final four. Uh, so I'm excited for that. So Saturday, April 3rd. So this Saturday. 
Oh, it's going to be exhausting. <laughs> yeah, so Final Four is coming up. March Madness is fun. If you've never watched it, you know, a little late. But next year, watch it. It's just really fun. Uh, I wish I had signed up for, like, Paramount Plus sooner to watch it. Oh, well. But that's all I've got um, for that. In other news... Oh, well, speaking of March, today's the last day of March. Yeah, this is the last video. This is the last March video. And the onesie... It's retiring. It's retiring. Until I feel like putting it on again, honestly. But uh, it was fun. Um, In other news... Rick and Morty season five. Oh yeah, it was announced coming out in July. Coming isn't out it? June twentieth. June with oh. a trailer coming coming out. It had a trailer too. Mm-hmm. Trailer was good. I don't have much to say. It good. looked exciting. Yeah, good show. Fun. I'm sure it'll be good. It looks like the cyborg bird person thing comes back. Yeah, it's like cool. Okay, yeah. I, I I'm a fan of the show. I like it. I'm I not, I'm not the fan that like is crazy about like, it. Yeah, like it's a great show. I'm sure I'll watch it when it comes out. But I don't. I'm a fan like. I like the show. I'm a bigger fan of its creators because they're hilarious. Oh, yeah. And the video of the guy doing the voices, method acting, drunk. Oh, yeah. Uh, Amazing. Justin not, Roiland. Justin Roiland, not Dan Harmon. Yeah, Justin Roiland. But then Dan Harmon obviously wrote the the like the like uh, caption to the trailer that got released because did you see what the caption was? No. It was, here's a trailer for season five so you guys started complaining about when season six is going to come out. <laughs> and that was it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. They're, That's they're doing great. <laughs> That's uh, but so I don't have much to talk about in terms of that. I think it's exciting. It's going to be exciting, yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, but also coming, just announced today, Netflix. Mm. Just bought the rights and the production rights to the sequels to Knives Out. <gasps> really? With Ryan Johnson and Daniel Craig returning. Hell yeah. How much money do you think they spent? Netflix? To get two sequels. Two sequels? Yep, it's getting two sequels. I want to say... $650 million. No, Jesus. <laughs> uh, $450 million. Four hundred fifty. Damn. Okay, I wasn't not super. Not far terribly off. off. Uh, but I was yeah. just thinking about like the big stars that they were going to have. They because purchased... they have so many big stars. Yeah. They purchased the rights to the two sequels to Knives Out, which is a great movie. I'm sure it'll be good. Uh, I'm sure it'll be good. The first one was awesome. The first one was great. Mm-hmm. And it, it it's a really good murder whodunit type of deal. And also, I just all the big names in it were awesome. Everybody kills it. Christopher Everybody Plummer was so great. R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. Christopher Plummer. Chris Evans with his white sweater. Great. Yeah, Anna DeArmas. Great. I want to see Chris Evans in more like, like not goody two-shoes rolls i was say in more yeah just in more just in yeah that's it uh but yeah that got announced um the new saw movie spiral yeah i saw that with chris rock yeah did you see the trailer and samuel jackson yeah i saw the trailer it looks not bad it doesn't look bad and i'm like because it's a different producer isn't it yeah it's a different producer different director uh it's just kind of a spinoff yeah at one point i think chris rock was attached to direct direct i think he is he like kind of directing no he's a producer though he's a producer but he's not directing it but it looks decent which is saying something because i i don't like the saw movies so to watch a trailer for one and be like oh okay yeah like cool well all the other saw movies are like 
gore fest. This one seems like it's going to be like a legitimate mystery drama kind of thing. Yeah, like it it looks to me like it involves there's a copycat killer for the Jigsaw killer from the Saw movies. Which is what's been happening for like three Saw movies because Jigsaw died like four yeah, movies ago. But it looks like in this one, he's a cop. Like it looks like the copycat is, is like, in the police department. Mm-hmm. And it looks like instead of being a torture porn type deal... Uh, it seems like it's going to be more of a mystery of a cop trying to figure out who's doing these killings and who he can trust Yeah, within the police department, which sounds cool. Like, I hope it works. I'm uh, just interested that Chris Rock's comeback role from all the comedies he's done is like a, a saw drama where Samuel yeah. L. Jackson is in it. I saw Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. I'm like, and that it's like a Saw mystery thing. I'm like, this feels very strange. Yeah. None of these guys like are usually in these types of movies. I'm really curious about how it's going to go. Well, he was just in... um, He was in fucking Fargo. Chris Rock? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. In the yeah. show? Yeah, he was just in the show Fargo. He played one of the main characters. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, and he was really good in it, too, apparently. Yeah. I need to watch that show. I, I rewatched the movie the other day, and I'm like... I love Fargo. I was gonna say I think I watched the first season and was like, "Wow, this is really good." And then I never got back into it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm excited for that. Uh, and then that's that's really all I got for entertainment. Really? Yeah. Uh, but couple news stories happened. First thing, mm. uh, ship stuck. Suez Canal. Yeah. Ship got stuck. Ship not stuck no more. Ship unstuck. Swung uh, for, out for people that were sleeping under a rock. There was a ship in the Suez Canal, which is, like, right behind the Panama Canal. The mm-hmm. most important waterway. Oh, yeah. It has 10% of the world's trade route. Yeah. Like, insanely important. Like, to cut off this waterway, ships now have to go around Africa. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And to put it into perspective, my dad runs a pretty decent, like, shipping company that ships those containers. He said if that happened to the Panama Canal, he'd be fully out of business. It's over. Yeah. He'd be out of business. Uh, it's a huge thing. Yeah. A cargo ship somehow managed to block it. <laughs> fully. And then ran aground. And so they were like, how? Like, first of all, it was one of those problems that it happened and it was like, okay, fix it. Yeah. Like, you got stuck. Get unstuck. It also felt like one of those situations where somebody got the phone call and like, no. Yeah, like no fucking way. Um, <laughs> it took almost a week. Yeah, they were just digging. For it a took full six week. days to get this thing unstuck. Because you and I, we saw the thing where the like middle-aged dads were like, put a tugboat on the front, put a tugboat on the back, pull it in different directions. And then I learned they did that with like six tugboats on each end and it didn't work. And I'm like, it was oh jammed. shit. Yeah, it, it was, was really it was jammed. jammed in mud. Mm-hmm. It it literally it would not budge um but they finally got it unstuck which is great i guess <laughs> it uh, was it was a mix of they dug it out and also the tides were higher than usual yeah. and that's the only reason they got it out yeah no it it's insane but the reactions online some of the memes fucking insanity my favorite one was, um, so people that don't have Instagram won't really know what I'm talking about, but you know how people, when something happens, 
will post on their stories. You know, a great example is the current, like, awareness of Asian hate crimes. Yeah. So people will post, you know, how to be an ally towards Asian Americans and where you can donate to stop Asian hate crimes. Yeah. And then you hit next on their story and it's like, you can donate here and here and here and here and how to be an ally. And you hit next and it's like, here's how you can be an ally. Yeah. When this happened, one of my favorite things I saw was oh, everything to know about the Suez Canal boat stoppage and how you can help. And then he hit next and it said, boat stuck, you can't help. <laughs> and I laughed so hard. That killed me because you shared it on your story on Instagram. Oh my God. And it I made sent me it. laugh really hard. So my little sister is one of those people that will share her story all the time about like if something's happening, how to be an ally, what to do here, body positivity, where to donate, all that shit. I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah. I'm saying it gets- Kill that shit. It's but- great. I'm saying it gets fucking annoying. Yeah, because at that point, you're also just like, on one hand, you're trying to help. On the other hand, it's like, shut up. Yeah, it's that. It's like, okay, I'll donate. Like, it's yeah. it's just, I get it. I get it. It's not, I get that it's wrong. Stop shoving it down my fucking throat that everything's bad. Yeah. I understand. So I sent it to my little sister. And I was like, you should put this on your store. And she goes, this is why I hate it. She goes, that's offensive towards all the other campaigns. And I went, oh, shut the fuck up. It's funny. It's hilarious. So I was like, it's funny. so funny. Somebody sat there and made that meme and went, this is gold. Yeah. Like, and they knew it. Like, you don't make that and go, this isn't gold. Oh, Let's see what happens. That's perfect. fucking gold. Um, It's amazing. And to say that it's offensive to every other campaign. No. No, it's in not. In fact, I, if that was peppered in with other actual campaigns... I'd probably look at more campaigns. I'd laugh my ass off. Yeah. Uh, that It was so funny. It was really funny. Because I got it blind. I was just scrolling and I did it. I got it blind. I was in front of Raquel and I just st- stood there and went, <laughs> Yeah. Like it was really funny when I saw it. Uh, my friend shared it and I think that's how I saw it. But yeah, so the boat in the Suez Canal got stuck. No stuck no more. It's not stuck no more, Mm-mm. which is good because that means trade routes can continue. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing. Did you see what happened with Lil Nas X? Didn't he get into a fight with Supreme Patty? No. Oh, no, that was someone else, I think. Uh, Lil Nas X. Oh, with the Satan. I was thinking of someone else for some reason. He made a video. The Satan thing? Yeah. He made a video for his new song, and it shows him grinding and twerking on the devil. Mm-hmm. Lil Nas X online, I love him. I don't really, so funny. I don't really listen to his music. I'm sure the song's fine. Uh, his personality is hilarious. He's hilarious. So he funny. made a shoe. So a couple things happened. First thing that happened, people lost their minds over this video. It was so funny. Yeah. Oh my god. Because uh, he's dressed up. He's cross dressing, twerking on the devil, and pole dancing. And it's it's basically dude, him just being like, "Yo, fuck everybody." It's so good. It's uh, so funny. But it he made I want to find it. He made a post on Instagram pointing out. So so he points out because people were like, oh my god, my kids listen to you. Because of Old Town Road. Okay. And so they're like, my kids listen to you. Which I've never agreed with the idea that celebrities need to be role models to children. No, they don't. I never have. I get it. I understand where it comes from. Like a great example would be Taylor Swift. 
Yeah. She started as like a 15 year old kid. Her fan base at the time was that age group. She's grown up. Kids listen to her music. They grow up. It wasn't until like two albums ago that she started swearing. Yeah. That's a smart business move. I think, but I think a really, oh, well, go on. But there are other people, a great example being Justin Timberlake. Mm. Uh, Justin Timberlake was part of NSYNC, a boy band. The boy band. He came out as a solo artist with just this album full of sexual. Sexy back. That was his second album. Oh, it was the first. But on his first album was like Rock Your Body. Oh, okay. Uh, I love Fuck, Cry Me a River. Like, all these songs with this, like, sexual mm-hmm. feeling. And it's like, okay, cool. And people got a little upset. And it's like, I don't get it. Because I, I sort of get it because it's like, okay, my kid was listening to you. And now I need to listen to your music to see if it's okay for my kid. Cool. That's a smart idea. That's what you should do as a parent. Yeah. If you're just going to let your kid blindly listen to somebody's music, and then you're going to get mad at what they're listening to, fuck off. That's on yeah. you. That's not on the artist. And I mean, I think a good example also is Miley Cyrus. Where Miley Cyrus was young yeah. and she was like on like very innocent girl on doing like her own thing on Disney Channel. And then she got older and the moment she hit 18, all of a sudden shaved head, nudity, hanging out, partying. And people yeah. are like, whoa, where did this come from? It's like she probably wanted she to probably, Yeah, she probably was like, this will be fun. Yeah. Uh, and it was. <laughs> so. And so people are mad at Little Nas X for that? No. So they're mad at the satanic imagery. Yeah. But. He pointed something out, and people have pointed something out too. People are starting to realize they're probably not even mad about the satanic imagery. They're <laughs> probably just upset that he's gay. People like self homophobic people are being homophobic. Yeah, because I mean, they point. Are the homophobic people recognizing it? No. Oh, I thought you were meaning like they're they pointing they out like you know it. this is devil worship. This is a problem. I don't want my kids listening to this. But then people are pointing out, like, you know, Billie Eilish had a music video where she literally dresses as the devil. Mm-hmm. You had no problem with it. There's a bunch of rock stars back in, like, the 80s and 90s that had a bunch of satanic shit the, in their yeah, shit, Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff with satanic imagery in it. Nobody bats an eye. No. A gay dude makes a song where he twerks on the devil, which is fucking hilarious, by the so way. So funny. And people lost their mind. Lil Nas X tweets, because uh, somebody tweeted him, and he decided, you know what, whatever. Responds, and he goes, here's what's up. I literally sing about lean and adultery in Old Town Road, and you decided to let your children listen. Blame yourself. This isn't on me. <laughs> I'm like, that's a great response, because that's you going, you know what? No. Fuck you. Yeah. That song's problematic, too. You just didn't give a shit because the video is me riding a horse. Yeah. It also, uh, it's like, I'm not making you consume my media. Yeah. Like, you don't have to listen to it. Your kids don't have to listen to it. Now, he also made a shoe. Yeah, he made 66 pairs of these, didn't he? 666 pairs. Uh, I mean 666. And they're like devil shoes, whatever. They've got like, you know, they're squishy and they've got like red blood in them and whatever. Mm -hmm. Nike is suing the company that made them. Why? Because they're made by a shoe company named named Mischief. Yeah. They're based off the Nike Air Max 97. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The company didn't like try to hide that it was the Nike Air Max shoe. Oh, they basically were just like copy-paste? They also included a, re- a mirrored Nike swoosh. So Nike, That's really yeah. ballsy. So Holy Ni- crap. Nike immediately was like, hey, you can't fucking do that. <laughs> so that company's in trouble. 
Lil Nas X has apologized for the shoe. I don't know how legitimate the apology was. I didn't watch the video. But. I don't think he did. He also tweeted a photo of another shoe. And he said, here's what's up. We're going to drop this shoe to even the score. We're sorry. Are y'all happy now? Wait, is it the holy water shoe? No. Oh, fuck. Uh, I'll, I'll send you the link to this article so you can get a picture of what the shoe is. Mm-hmm. It's a photoshopped shoe. Still Air Max 97. All white. <laughs> Chick-fil-A. <laughs> John 316. Quote, my pleasure on the heel. Really? Yeah. And oh then he God. ended this. like he, he hasn't been talking about it much, but he ended this all with, I had nine months to plan this rollout. You're not going to win, bro. I think, I don't know if it was that one or connected to it, but I very soon after like the devil shoe dropped, another shoe was teased as having, instead of the red blood squishy shit in the shoe, it was holy water. Like the same thing, just white with blue and holy water in it. And I'm like, oh shit, is that any way connected to that? And I'm wondering if that's the same thing. That's so funny. Oh my God. Lil Nas X is amazing. I think he's hilarious in how he just handles online stuff. Because he doesn't give a shit. And he knows he's in, the, he's in the right, too. So he's like, fuck you. He's in the right. And also, I think he understands that this is great. This is great publicity. Oh, it's amazing. Because it's one it's of those... It's not hurtful to him. No, it's all. it's one of those moments of like, all press is good press. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for him, this is great. Because no matter what, you know, people are mad about the video. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to see why people are mad. I'm going to go check out the video. Yeah. His fan base defending the video. Great video. Mm-hmm. Great song. Okay, well, I want to see the video. Why is it so great? Is the song that good? This is a win-win for him. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Like, people are listening to the fucking song, which I think is cool. Video's funny. I think people should check it out. It's. I think it's funny. Uh, But, yeah, so that happened in pop Lil culture. Nas X. Love Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last little thing that I have is Brock Hampton. Oh, the music video they released? So Brockhampton, yes, the music video. They have an album coming out, and they made an announcement. So they released their new song, Buzzcut, which is awesome, mm-hmm. featuring Danny Brown. Uh, it's great. It was it was really wild. Yeah, it it's fun. Awesome. It's really good. Uh, it reminded me of songs off the Saturation trilogy. Uh, Anthony Fantano said it felt like what... Uh, oh, fuck. What's the album? Iridescence, yeah. He said that this song felt like what Iridescence was supposed to be. Because mm. Iridescence was made at a point where Brockhampton was going through a lot uh, in terms of the group, in terms of where they were going, in terms of the money they were making. They had just signed a record deal and then also found out that one of their members was uh Monster. Um, he was accused of sexual assault by numerous people, so they had to kick him out. Mm. He's the guy on the cover of the Saturation trilogy, all oh. three of the albums. He's a very on those albums. He's very heavily featured. So they were going through the process of signing a great record deal, mm-hmm. and then realizing that they had to kick somebody off the off the team. Mm-hmm. So it came out of this tumultuous time, and it's a. I think it's a great album. Uh, it was met with mixed reviews, and this song. Anthony Fantano said it felt like what that should have been. I don't disagree. It's a great song. Yeah, it's goes awesome. hard. Fucking great song. I need to re-listen to it just the song because I was so enthralled in the music video. Oh, the music video is wild. Music video is crazy. It's it's. I love that animation. Kind of like it looks like it's cut out and layered, but at the same time, there's a fisheye lens thing going on. And 
there's like stop motion claymation at the same time. It's really weird. It's really cool. I love that music video. It was very strange to watch that late at night because we basically watched it and went bedtime. Yeah, it came out <laughs> and I was like, oh fuck yeah, because I love Brockhampton. I've Brock seen Hampton's them. I've seen them live like twice. I love them. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'd love to. First see time them I live. saw them live was actually their last show before they announced the departure of Amir, mm. uh, and some fat bitch uh, <laughs> stomped on my ankle. And I had to leave three songs in because I couldn't stand right. Uh, but the second time I saw them was during the tour for Iridescence. And I was going to see them a third time, but COVID. Oh my God, uh, I'd love to see them. But so they announced the new album. Mm. New album comes out April 9th? Do we know what it's called or no? Roadrunner New Light. Uh, hold on, I bought the box set. Oh, you already bought it? Yeah, <laughs> I bought it the minute they announced it. It's already sold out. Uh... Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine. Uh, it comes with a foil detail, whatever the fuck. It includes an exclusive t-shirt and a Roadrunner jewel case CD with four exclusive bonus tracks. Hype for that. Uh, it comes with a t-shirt. And yeah, cool. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm hype. It's going to be great. That's fucking I'm awesome. sure it'll be good. I have no doubt, actually, that it'll be good. All their albums, in my opinion, are good. Ginger was amazing, just a little sad. Um, a little sad's fine. Yeah, so they announced a couple things today. Mm. So, Kevin Abstract, who is basically not their leader, per se, but like... Their guiding force, kind sort of. Sort of. Do you yeah. know anything about Wu-Tang? A little bit. You know who lot. RZA was? Yeah. Okay, you know how RZA during the 90s, he wasn't necessarily like the leader of Wu-Tang. Like there's no leader of the Wu-Tang yeah. clan. Like everybody, there's fan favorites all around. Like everybody loves Method Man. I would say spokesperson. He was yeah. like the puppet master. Yeah. Like he had his hands on every album, every solo album that came out between End of the 36 Chambers and the second, like the second actual Wu-Tang Clan album. Yeah. He produced, like he was working on everything. Kevin Abstract is like Brockhampton's RZA. Mm. so like he's not the leader but he's, he's sort of the spokesperson the yeah he's yeah. like the spokesperson for it he tweeted today a couple things mm. first thing he tweeted new single tomorrow night summertime vibes right around the windows down with your best friend singing super loud to the chorus type vibe shows the other side of the album see y'all tomorrow i've met kevin abstract in person yeah i have a picture with him oh fuck i'll send you the picture you can put it up that's awesome <laughs> um I've met him. I talked to him for like two minutes. It was great. It was the night before they announced that Amir was gone. He was out of it. Makes sense now in retrospect. <laughs> uh, but seemed nice. He's tweeted at me like twice. Really? Yeah. That's sick. Oh, I've had really random Twitter interactions with like celebrities. You know Questlove? Yeah. Questlove's tweeted at me and responded to my Instagrams twice. Really? Each. Like he's tweeted at me twice. And I've made his Instagram story twice. I fucking love Questlove. It's um, amazing. Robin Williams' daughter, Zelda. Zelda. I've had Twitter interactions with her like a handful of times. Holy shit. Yeah. Half of D12, Eminem's rap group, mm -hmm. followed me for a period of time because I asked them to on my birthday. And, oh. they, and they did. That's sick. It's One of them followed me for like a while. Like a like a long, like a, like a long enough time that I was like, am I friends with you? Like a minute. So, yeah. Which one followed you for? Swifty McVeigh. Oh, really? Swifty followed you for that long? Yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. I used to listen to a lot of D12. Me too. Hell me yeah. too. That's how I got them to follow me. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. But then the second thing he tweeted. So the first part about that, new single tomorrow. I'm excited. I love Brockhampton. So excited. I'm excited for that. 
I'll probably lay in my room in the dark crying to it. Second thing he announced, two Brockhampton albums coming out in 2021. Two? Two. Oh, fuck. How much do you know about Brockhampton, though? The big, wild, crazy, a lot of guys. Yep. And they also have always consistently stated they will not continue. Really? They have always said this isn't forever. They've said we're going to make music and then we're going to stop. Yeah. Uh, two Brockhampton albums in 2021. Done. That's it? These will be our last. End tweet. Oh. I'm so sad. Oh. I'm so sad. And they're, they they follow up on what they say, too. Oh, yeah. No, they're pretty fucking consistent. Yeah. Um, Damn, they're so talented. But here's what's up. Here's what I think. First thing, uh, right now they have one, two, three, four, five, six albums. It's a good discography. They're all great. Yeah. Their first album is called All American Trash. It's It has like two highlights, and they're very good highlights. Uh, Saturation Trilogy. Ooh. Iridescence, pretty good. Ginger, we got sad, but we still good. Like it's still a vibe. Sugar goes hard. Mm. Uh, whenever I go to the bar, if somebody plays Sugar, though, I'm like, hey, are you okay? Are you good? Because that's a sad <laughs> song. Uh, if these next two albums though can continue the trend that they're on, which is just good shit, that's a great run. Oh yeah, it's a bummer. I mean, they're not gonna just like dip out of the music industry. Oh, for sure, no. They're gonna come back. No, Ke- Kevin Abstract has already made like three solo albums. Are they good? Yeah, the last cool. one was actually really good. Uh, he made one called "Fucking Fucking Fucking Arizona Baby." Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's it's good. And then his other album, "American Boyfriend," is also very good. Uh, so he, I'm sure, will continue making music. Sick. Uh, there's one member named Bareface. I swear to God, if he doesn't make a fucking album, <laughs> I'll cry. Is he really talented? He just has the voice of a god. Like what? Is like it, is it low? Is it high? Here, hold on. We won't get copyrighted. We'll, we'll cut. Don't this worry part about out. it. When I saw them, they opened with this song, and a girl next to me went, "I love you." His name's Bareface. Mm-hmm. She goes, I love you, Bareface. I went, I love you too, Bareface. And she goes, I want to have your babies, Bareface. And I went, I want you to put your babies on my face, Bareface. <laughs> and then this girl just started laughing. And we just got along really well. And after, uh, Bareface came out. She went, let's rage. And I went, fuck yeah, let's rage. And then her boyfriend uh, shoved me. Like five people over. Like I, there was no room where he pushed me and I somehow ended up just far the fuck away. And I was like, tight, message received. I understand. I didn't realize that y'all were together. Didn't realize you existed until right now. That was a mistake. He's awesome. Oh, what song is that? It's called Summer. That's Uh, really good. When I saw them live, they did a fucking thing where like in, as an intermission, it showed fan questions to the, group and how they would react and there's another member named joba who has very good verses sometimes like sometimes he kills it uh and he can get really intense on a track and it's awesome he's also very pretentious um (laughs) fans asked him like what are your thoughts on sex all the members were like no pretty good yeah pretty fun gets to joby's like i think there's nothing more beautiful than two people in their most vulnerable state making love and continuing the life cycle, creating a new human. (laughs) 
And I was standing in the audience just like, really, dude? Really? That's that's You're like answer. 24. Just say you like fucking. <laughs> Immediately after Job is bareface. Fans want to know what you think about sex. Oh, fucking's fucking great. <laughs> I love fucking. He's from Ireland. Oh, really? He goes, I love fucking. Fucking's just... Oh, there's nothing better than a good fuck. <laughs> and as if he's going to say more, it cuts to another group member. <laughs> and like, I'm immediately just in the audience. I'm like, fucking love Bareface. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, but yeah, I hope that the next album coming out, it comes out, I think, April 9th. So it's coming out soon. Soon. Holy shit. Yeah, it's coming out next Friday. Hot damn. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. Oh, so maybe we'll listen to it before the next podcast. I fucking will. I'd love <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'll, I'll let you in on that secret. Hell yeah. I'm gonna. Um, <laughs> but... Oh, and other music news. Bonnaroo is scheduled... Yeah. ...to happen this year. Which I think is insane. I think it's insane, but have you seen the headliners? Yeah. Yeah, you... It s- looks you, amazing. You sent them to me. It looks right. so good. It's... Lizzo, Tame Impala, Lana Del Rey, Foo Fighters, Megan The Stallion, um, 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 and there's one more, Tyler Creator, all fucking amazing. And I'm like, uh oh, I'm getting vaccinated twelve times over because I really want to see that. Holy shit, my morning jacket's gonna be there too. So, oh, hold on, I'm pulling. So, plus I want to go to Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, run the jewels. Run the Jewels is there. Young Thug? Young Thug is there. This lineup's amazing. Oh, it's in September. I know. It's a while from now. It looks good. And I'm comfortable with how far away it is. Like, like time-wise. Because shit might be better then. And I'm kind of itching That's to go. That's a really, really good lineup. I know. So. I really want to go. Oh, I don't like how high Nelly is on the lineup for Friday. Right out the gate. Yeah. Yeah, you got Foo Fighters, Megan the Stallion, Run the Jewels, Janelle Monet, Glass Animals, Deftones, Young Thug, mm-hmm. Tipper, Jack Harlow, Grace Porter. Wait, Tipper's gonna be there? Yeah. Grace oh Porter, God. Primus, or Primus, and then Nelly. To to I want people to know because that reaction to Tipper is strange if you don't know the background. I went to a very weird music festival in the middle of nowhere in Colorado, and the headliner was Tipper, and I didn't know who they were. Until I was like very intoxicated with a lot of things. And it's like alien music. So it holds a very weird place in my heart. Because we would listen to it. It's like dubstep and acid had a baby. Yeah. And we would take naps to it. Like It was weird. Yeah. It was a weird time. I want to see Tipper again. Oh my god. That's amazing. I want to see this lineup I mean, so bad. If... Oh, Tyler Creator. I want to see Tyler Creator so bad. Is Tyler on the lineup? Tyler's headlining. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. For Bonnaroo? Oh, yeah, he's Sunday. Him and Lana Del Rey. Oh, I would want to see Lana Del Rey. I would love to see Lana Del Rey. This lineup. I mean, I'm probably not going to be able to go. Slaps. It's not going to happen. I want to go. I know. I'll go in a bubble. I know. You can to- They can toss me around the festival. I just really want to go. Well, you got to buy tickets if you want to go. How much are the tickets? Right now, they're... 350 bucks but four day general admission plus is already sold out four day vip is sold out four day platinum is sold out oh fuck uh four day general admission not plus tier one sold out tier two sold out they're at tier three which right now is 350 bucks oh my god it's already all sold out 
It's selling out. Holy shit. Well, never mind. Not going to Bonnaroo. But. But music festivals are coming back. Music festivals are coming back. Because I love Boston College. I'm not surprised. Everybody's so itching to go to music festivals Dude, right I miss live concerts yeah. so fucking bad. The moment that lineup came out, because that lineup hit so hard, everybody went, we're going to that. Yeah. Oh, that oh, Bonnaroo's going to hit really hard this year. Oh, dude. I'm excited for concerts. But. But uh, music festivals are coming back. And that's all I got for news. But I got some story. It's really just one story. Uh. I work in a kitchen. The end. No, <laughs> I work in a kitchen with a group of people. And last week we had, I think, seven people. Right? I think so. No, yeah. eight. We had eight people. And within a week, including the owner, we had eight people. Mm-hmm. So really we had seven. Yeah. She's busy. She's not always online. We had seven people. Within a week, we're down to four. Three people quit, mm-hmm. which sucks. Um, of those four, one of them just got dumped. Oh, she's a mess. She's a mess. So the day she got dumped, she was a, she works front of house and back of house. She's a server. She's going out, serving food, coming into the kitchen, getting it out, sobbing, eyes watering all day, crying. I sound like an asshole for laughing. Uh... I am crying her <laughs> ass off. Comes back into the kitchen the other day. She made like 300 bucks. I'm like, fuck, you should cry more often. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> like, you should get dumped more often. Starts crying again. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, that was bad. Second day. She's working mm. in the kitchen. Expediting. My boss is playing music. 70s and 80s heartbreak anthems. I'm talking uh, With or Without You by U2 comes on. She gets misty-eyed. Love Hurts comes on. I'm in the corner with my buddy Marvin. Fucking love hurts. She had to leave the line. (laughs) She goes in the walk-in, gets it out. Comes back out onto the line. Keeps working. To her credit, little trooper. Mm -hmm. She's like four foot three, too. She's literally a little trooper. (laughs) Uh, You know, she's working. She's trying to get through it. Fucking, at one point, I hear Nothing Compares to You Come On by Sinead O'Connor. That's my personal favorite Heartbreak song. That's it, really nice. It is such a sad song. Yeah. And I look, and she is fucking crying on the line. She couldn't even get off the line. And she's trying to call a ticket. And she's like, oh, oh, order in. And I was like, yo, fucking take five. Walk <laughs> away. She's like, yeah. She leaves. We do the orders. We're working as hard as we can because we were also down a guy. Like, we weren't expecting to be down. Because that's the other thing. Somebody quit that day. Didn't show up. So now we're down somebody, and somebody that's on the line can't handle it. They're fucking crying every chance they get. Now, I don't think we'll get copyrighted for it. And if we do. Oh, if it's a song? We will. We will? If it's a real song? On YouTube, will we? Yes. On Spotify, will we? Yes. Okay, cool. So Rocket Man starts playing. Oh, we would 100% get copyrighted. Have we been copyrighted before? Have we been copyrighted? We've got claimed for video game soundtracks, which is different than Struck. But if we legitimately had a song, we'll get Struck. Okay. Yeah. So Rocket Man starts playing. And she's standing there. And all of a sudden, we're all just sort of singing along, vibing. It's a great (laughs) song. Yeah. All of a sudden, you just hear this grown-ass woman go, 
Can you please change the fucking music? <laughs> Can you change the song, please? And you look, and she is so close to breaking. And I'm going to play two seconds of the song that played next. Because mm-hmm. it's iconic and everybody will know what the fuck it is. When this played, I literally laughed. Because my boss is in the corner and all of a sudden she's like, fine, you want me to change the fucking song? I'll change the fucking song. If it'll make you work harder, I'll change the fucking song. Takes your phone out, hits next, we're all busy, and all of a sudden you just hear... And I lost it. I was in the corner, I literally laughed, and I went, that's fucking rough, buddy. <laughs> and she, she broke. She couldn't, she couldn't handle it. She couldn't she just, hack it, no. She just starts crying and crying, and I'm like, you need to get the fuck off the line. Everybody's like... You know, go take five, take ten, get a fucking hold of yourself. <laughs> I felt so bad. And it got so much worse because the next day, there was supposed to be three of us in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. One of my coworkers has a heart problem. Oh, yeah, they couldn't come in. They couldn't go in. Mm-hmm. Something happened overnight. They had to go to the doctor. They had an emergency doctor's appointment. They couldn't go in. That sucks. That's rough, buddy. Yeah. Not going to get mad at you for that. I can't get mad at you. Mm-hmm. Not going to make fun of you for that. That sucks. Sorry. I show, I show up to work and it's me and this coworker. And she just looks at me and goes, it's just you and me. <laughs> and I immediately was like, motherfucker. And so it was just two of us to run the entire kitchen all day. And we killed it. Like we knocked it out of the park. Even on Sunday when it was like, when we were down a dude, we've all agreed. Everybody that worked on the weekend, we've all agreed for the conditions we were dealt, we crushed it. Yeah. And then both me, both myself and my coworker who worked together on Monday, we're both complimented by our boss. We were, we were told like, you know, you guys killed it, which is great. Knocked it out of the park yesterday. I did fine. Uh, but <laughs> today I go into work and I do the, I have this analogy that I make when I work and I'm exhausted and I do well. And I call it my Jordan flu game. And it's because Michael Jordan, when he was playing, there was a game. Everybody thought he had the flu. It later came out he had food poisoning. But he had he was sick as a dog. And he still put up like 60 fucking points. Yeah. And they won. And he was sick. Players today, like Kyrie Irving on a good night, still might not put up 60 points. Yeah. It's insane. So when I make my Jordan flu game analogy, it means I'm exhausted. I know you need me to do well. I'm going to do as best as I can. And I'll fucking crush it. Today, my buddy Marvin is like, I need you on your Jordan flu game. And I looked at him and I went, I haven't had a day off in a week. I'm going to let you know, I ain't here. <laughs> it ain't happening. <laughs> it going to suck. And I was fucking right. We weren't busy. It wasn't a shitty day. We were steady all day, which made it seem like we were busy. I didn't do shit. I ran out of like four things. And it was just because I didn't prep it. Like I just let that shit ride. You're just like, nah. I just forgot to because it was like prep this thing and then I start prepping that thing and then we got steady again. So it was like, shit, I can't finish it. And then during the time that we were steady, I ran out of like three other things. And it was like, shit, I got to prep all this stuff. Eventually, my buddy Marvin was like, yo, go get on dish. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and I was like, that's a great, that's a great idea, Marvin. That's an amazing idea. I At one point, my boss asked me. I was doing something and she was like, oh, you can do that? And I went, yeah, I can do that. And she went, what else can you do? And without hesitation, I went, I can drink a lot and I can probably fall asleep standing up right now. <laughs> and everybody thought that was funny. Uh, but that's what I got from work. That's amazing. 
Thank you. And That's then the next job. the next thing I have is this weekend. I'm I'm seeing the boys. I say this weekend. It's a fucking Wednesday, uh, and Thursday, Friday right now is my weekend because I finally got two days back to back off. Yeah. And I keep on telling my old frat brothers that I'm gonna go visit them, but because I don't have uh, two days back to back off, I haven't been a- haven't been able to visit. Reasoning for that is simple, um, and I know what you're thinking. It's because you want to just get shit faced drunk and then have a day to be hung over. And you're right. Uh, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. And I haven't been able to do that. I'm finally able to do that. Finally got two days off. I'm too excited. <laughs> well, you're excited not only to see the boys, but you realize there's an event. There's going an on. event happening within yeah. the fraternity that I'm not going to talk about. <laughs> but I'm excited. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, we also just have a plan for Thursday night that we're all going to go to the bar. And I just miss the bar and I miss seeing my friends. And so to be able to see my friends who I haven't seen in forever, a handful of them don't believe I'm coming. Yeah. Like, cause I've kept, I've kept saying I'm going to go and then just, and I've go. kept being like, I can't, like I can't drive out there to get drunk, to wait for it to wear off at like eight at night and drive back. Like yeah. I'd rather be able to drive out there at like two in the afternoon, you know, three o'clock, put a bottle in my hand. And at seven in the morning the next day, take it out. Like, let's figure this out. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather do that and regret it. Like the hangover is probably going to suck, but I'd rather do that than show up at like 10 in the morning. Be like, what do you guys want to do for lunch? Let's do a shot. Let's chill. Let's smoke a bowl. All right. I'm going home. Like it doesn't sound as fun. We have a game plan of like, we're doing basically a mini pub crawl. Yeah. To just get shit faced. <laughs> and then it's like some sorority girl. It's like a friend, an old friend that I haven't seen in forever, but she's now friends with a bunch of the fraternity brothers. It's going to be her 21st birthday Friday. Yeah. So we're turning the pub crawl. Then we're going back to a different bar for her birthday. And then we're all just going to chill. And then the next day we have like a bunch of fraternity events. I know the new guys just got their big bros. Uh, I think I might have a grand little, which is dope. Because <laughs> uh, my little bro was like, yeah, it's a nice big bro night. And I was like, are you getting a fucking little? And he didn't respond. And I'm like, dude, I haven't even gotten it. So it's a fraternity thing. Like, you get a paddle. Your little makes you a paddle. Uh, it's usually really nice. It's decorated. It looks cool. It's like a heartfelt thing. I haven't fucking gotten mine. So if I have a grand, I want my paddle. Like, <laughs> I just want my paddle. Uh, so I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see my little. I haven't seen him in forever. If you're wondering what he looks like, Russell from Up. <laughs> really? Swear to God. That's we all have like frat names. Uh, mine was Uga. Uga. Sadness with glasses and Electric Boogandugan. Like Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Uh, his is Russell. Just Russell. And he's also Kung Fury. Because there was one night that some hockey kids picked a fight with us, and he was through. He was in his process. He was at. We were throwing a party, and these hockey kids showed up and picked a fight. And at the time, he wasn't in the frat yet. And my little bro, drop kicked a hockey kid, <laughs> no questions asked. Like, and during the process, we had like I had to study all this shit about the fraternity to learn everything about it. Current members, old members, founders, uh, when we were founded as a national fraternity, when we were founded in Keene, all these fucking stupid things. And I will stand by that. 
Fraternities are fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, learning all that shit is meaningless. The fact that I can still rattle off the Greek alphabet in under 10 seconds is meaningless and pointless. I could still do it gun to my head. This kid at the time had no actual connection to us other than he wanted to be a part of us. Mm -hmm. Sees us all, a brawl is about to happen, and goes, yo, you can't beat those guys up. I want to beat those guys up. <laughs> but you can't, If you, I'm going to beat you up. You can't fucking beat those guys. Goes running over full sprint, jumps, drop kicks a kid through a, like, fucking, like, stairway handle. Yeah. Through it. Oh, just breaks it? Breaks through. Kicks the kid through it. And then Wolverined, like, fucking, whoo, and punched a kid in the face. Different kid. <laughs> Different hockey kid about to start fighting. Punched him in the face. This kid isn't in the frat yet. He's a legend. We, like, the next day had chapter meeting. And at the time, it had been decided he was going to be my little. And we, you know, go through chapter. And then at the end of chapter, we talk about our week. And I just raise my hand to go first. I'm like, my little bro is better than half this room. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. There's a meme format that I'll send to you. We're not going to put it up. But it shows a kid crying and a bigger kid coming up going, who hurt you? And it has his name over it. And then the kid points at this other dude and it says hockey dude. And then it just shows the big kid square up and then it shows him blurring. Like it's blurred and he's flying through the air to kick the guy. <laughs> I still have it on my phone. It's still so funny to me. Uh, but I'm excited to see him because uh, I haven't seen him since. Like that happened and then the school was like we're going online and he, since he lived on campus he had to leave. That sucks so bad. It sucks so bad because we weren't like yeah. I... I I'm, I'm just excited to see him. I'm uh, excited for you because I feel like when I'm, I get back, you're going to be like in your chair slumped. I'm going to be like, how wasn't you? are going to be like, it was so good. I told my boss, uh, since we're short-staffed, I was like, here's what's up. If you text me asking me to come in, I'm not coming in. <laughs> like, don't text me. Don't send me a text at 9 in the morning. Hey, can you come in tomorrow? Don't do it. If you call me and say, I need you to come in. I was like, I'll be an hour and a half away. I'll show up. And then I went, I'd, I'd really fucking like it if you didn't fucking do that. Yeah. But I'll do it. And then she's like, well, you're in Saturday at 8, so what are you doing Friday anyways? And I was like, I'm doing fun shit. <laughs> and I was like, I'll be in on Saturday. I am recovering on Friday. Well, no, I told, you're recovering? I told her, I went, I went, Thursday, I'm doing hood rat shit with my hood rat friends. And we're doing hood rat fun shit. Friday? I'm keeping it going. I'm going through. It's happening. And she went, you can't do two nights in a row. And I went, I'll do whatever the fuck I want to do. It's my day <laughs> off. And then I went, I went Saturday morning at 8 a.m. I'm walking through the door. Don't worry about how I got here. Yeah. And then she goes, you just don't show up. Like, you got to be on your A game. And I looked at her and I went, I'll fucking do it. Because then she was like, you can't be tired. And I was like, I'm not going to. Don't worry about it. And she was like, I just, I can't do it. I went, here's what's up. I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> I was like, I was it's like, I was like, here's what's up. You can guilt me as much as you want. I'm going to see my boys. Whatever happens, happens. And I'm showing up on Saturday. Yeah. And then my boys, all my friends are like, you're spending the night Friday, right? And I was like, I probably can't. 
So I'm either showing up back at home at like midnight or one in the morning, Mm -hmm. or I'm sleeping on a couch, waking up at six in the morning and driving to work from Keene. Either way. Neither one sounds fun. It's going to be rough. Yeah. Neither one. I'm not showing up. Either one. I'm not walking into work going, yeah, I'm well rested. Yeah. Like I either drove all night, got like four hours of sleep, woke up and went, let's do it. Mm -hmm. Or uh, I'm sleeping through the night on a couch, waking up early, sitting in my car going, let's do it. Like, And you're not going to bed early sleeping on that couch. Oh, hell no. Hell no. 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 Not at all. Uh, But yeah, I'm excited about that. And then, yeah, that's really it. My boss thought I did, (laughs) my boss thought I did coke the other day though. Were you just hyped? No, I walked out of the walk-in and it was just me and my boss closing. And I walked out and because it was warm and I went into a cold area and then I walked out. When I walked out, I went, (sniffs) and I pinched my nose like I just did. Coke? And I I breathed in and she went, Stady, did you just do coke in the walk-in? And they all call me State Stady because Jake from State Farm. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Like my buddy Mike tried to complain to me because of the Geico commercial with the Mike, 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 Mike. Yeah. Fuck that. Jake from State Farm has ruined me. <laughs> uh, so they all call me Stady. And I walk out of the fucking walking and she's like, did you just do coke in the walk-in? And I'm like, no. She's like, no. And I went, no. I'm like, Nikki, I don't, I don't do coke. She's like, you don't do coke? And I went, I don't do coke. And she's like, so you've never been arrested and you don't do coke? And I went, I don't do coke. And I've never been arrested. She's like, there's got to be something about you. And I went, well, I've done coke. <laughs> like a while ago. Well, and then she goes, she goes, oh, okay. So you don't do coke, but you've done coke. And I'm supposed to believe that you didn't just do coke. And I went, I, fuck. <laughs> like I stood there and I was like, I'll take a drug test. And she went, I'm just giving you shit. And I went, okay, can you not? <laughs> I was like, because I didn't just do coke in the walk-in. About everything else. Yeah. Yeah, I was like. Shit, but not this. <laughs> I was like, please, please stop. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, so, a, I'm a little ashamed. So then my boss, like now I've learned that my boss is trying to find like the one thing that I, like the one thing. Because she asked like weeks ago if I'd ever been arrested. And I was like, no. And she was like, never. And I was like, do I give off the air that I've been arrested? And then she went. Well, no. And I was like, cool. And then today I learned that I made a joke about band camp. And then my coworker, the one that cried a lot, was like, it wouldn't surprise me if you went to band camp. And I went, hold on. Do y'all, do I give off the impression that I've been to band camp? Because if I do, I need to fix that. <laughs> and I was like, we need to talk about that and how I can not be that. Not do that. Yeah. And they they all laughed. And I was like, cool. Well, working in a kitchen, somebody's always gone through something weird. So it's like they're trying to find that weird thing about yeah, you. Yeah, dude, I've had coworkers get arrested mm-hmm. at work. I've also had coworkers do drugs at work. I've had a coworker uh who got pregnant by another coworker during the summer that we were working. Kitchens are fun, man. Kitchens are fun. Kitchens, Kitchens are, are wild. It's as the fun. slimiest, skeeziest place in the world, and it's awesome. It's like a family. I love Did, it. Was Ray in jail and then he came out? I have no idea. I think uh, I, I know that I I know that I worked for a dude who went to jail for drug trafficking because he dealt drugs in Philadelphia, New York, and New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Got busted, went to jail for like ten years, and every day, every chance that hit the mother of his child could go to the jail to visit, she would bring the fucking kid and hold the kid up to the glass and go, "You can't hold him, and that's your fault," and then leave. And that man shit was my boss. 
Holy shit. Lovely guy, very happy guy. It had no effect on his mental health or didn't create him into an angrier person. I feel like I feel like you're lying. He was an asshole. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sucked so bad. But then he would try to turn it into like like a life lesson. Like me and my coworkers would go get high on our days off and we'd show up and be like, stop doing those drugs, man. It's gonna rot your brain, dude. It's gonna lead you down a path, man. Oh, was that the guy that yeah. looked like you? He was like, I've seen the path, man. It's a terrible path to go down. And we were all just like, dude, we're eating edibles. Is that the guy that shaved has the shaved head? Yeah, and I like shaved you? I shaved my head yeah. and he hated okay. me. I was about to say, is that the guy that sounds like he's from the Bronx in LA he's at the from, same time? He's from Philly, Boston. <laughs> he's from Philly and Boston at the same time. Oh, that's amazing. It's fucking amazing. Uh, but yeah, that's all I've got for this week. I, I don't have a lot. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong came out. I watched it. I'll talk about it more in my What I Watched in March Hell yeah. video, which can now officially come out because by the time we're done with this video, mm-hmm. it'll be April. So ha- yeah. happy April Fool's Day, everybody. Yeah, happy April Fool's. Uh, Holy shit, it's two minutes to, yeah, to April. So happy April Fool's Day. Uh, good Friday is on Friday. Have a better Good Friday than Jesus, Jesus did. Yep. And when this comes out, it'll be Easter. So happy Easter. Uh, and uh, look forward to uh, Jake's video. Uh, what I watched. Yeah, That's we're going to record that soon. Within probably the next week. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. Hell yeah. Let's do it. I'm pumped. But thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to, to our yeah, Spotify and SoundCloud listeners. Uh, but we love you all. We'll see you in the next video. Yes. Bye, everybody. Toodaloo. Goodbye.